Coming to you from the kingdom of Marion, this is the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Wherever you may be listening in this world. This is episode number 85. How to make it through these difficult times. I was talking with a friend of mine the other day, and uh, we talked about, well, quite a few things actually. That, of course, included, well, the conflict in Ukraine and how the economy is in really bad shape. And it certainly doesn't look like it's going to get any better anytime soon. And uh, the long and the short of this is that um, for most folks out there, I said, well, you know, uh, what uh, What do you think, where are we heading? I mean, what to do? You know, even if you can accurately tell everybody exactly, you know, what the hell is going on, truthfully and honestly, the question remains, what do you do? And the simple fact is this, what you can do in your life and or possibly to, um, that would also affect the life of, uh, your family or your friends is directly, uh, correlated to how much wealth you have. And, um, that is going to be the predictor, first of all, of how well you're going to be able to weather this storm. And this storm is uh, quite possibly, according to my understanding, um, entirely could be one of the absolute worst we've ever experienced or will experience at least in our lifetime so what does one do and he told me um after we had hacked some things over what we what we one thing that we definitely agreed upon is that um you need to stop listening to the negative news because basically all that's going to do is bring you down. In other words, you don't need all of the emotional negativity that comes with this. You need to have a clear head and be able to do actions which are going to get you out of this but being emotional 
at least negatively emotional, is not going to do shit. It's only going to make things worse. I said, okay, well, no argument there. And uh, so what else? <laughs> and, uh, you know, you could, you could talk about, for instance, de again, depending on where you are on the socioeconomic scale, um, some people, for instance, they start talking about their, if, if they are in that world of investments and crypto and, and all that, which I am not. And he said, yeah, when you're basically, when you're talking with people or when you're listening to people and they are talking about strategizing um, because, you know, in the financial world, when the proverbial uh, troubles come, then they have a different, um, let's say, a different liquidity uh, um, strategy than when times are good. So these folks who are um, professional investors, people who have large sums of wealth, um, they, uh, besides luck or inheritance or both, you know, you have to know a fair bit about this stuff um, in order to, it's not so much once you're having this kind of money. The trick is to keep all the other thieves and criminals from stealing your money. So when you're in the acquisition lifestyle i like that doesn't that have a hell of a ring to it yes i'm in the acquisition lifestyle um your um your your life strategies right now <clears throat> are very very different than the average schmuck who has nothing and that's i guess what i wanted to talk about a little bit because what I noticed is, in general, there's um, there's no shortage. If you you know flip on the TV, there's no shortage of talk about uh, the of course the economy, where the economy is headed, where it appears to be headed, where it might be headed and where most Americans are spending their disposable income, for instance. And it's, it's, almost, it's almost spoken, uh, if you listen to this, most folks can't follow it, can't make goddamn heads or tails out of what's being said. And that's... Um, because it is a different language. It is a language that they speak. And I'm talking about the people who are the moneyed people. So, yeah, it's 
in a sense, the way you could look at this is various programs are on TV, the networks, and they more or less speak this given language, whereas a uh, relatively small portion of the population tunes into these various sources. And, um, but it would be like, I don't know, for instance, if only, say, within a country, a handful, a very small handful of people fluently um, understood and spoke French. And then there were these certain programs that came on different uh, networks, different channels, and they just happened to be in French. And they all just happened to be talking about finance. That is essentially what it's like. This is for most folks because they, I've, you know, everything from being to, you know, with friends and, and all that. And I watch them and they start watching some of this. And I say, can you make heads or tails of that? Do you, do you know what the hell he just said or she just said or whatever? They said no. <laughs> and uh, that is the, uh, that is, I think, a very, a clear sign of a, a demarcation that has been developed and that exists so that for them, for the masses, we simply, we don't know. We can't, we can't follow it. But I can at least tell you this much. In real terms, as far as you and I are concerned, real, uh, us, us peons, <laughs> the, the masses, part of the un uncouth masses that we are. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. There's a separate game that's going on. And, but for us, as far as, as far as the runners of this game is concerned, doesn't matter. It's on there. It's out there. But a, it's in a different language. B, for the most part, we don't have any fucking money. So when they're just rather casually talking about, well, I would take X amount of this portfolio and I'm going to diversify. I'm, I'm going to shift and I'm definitely wanting to shift out of the commodities market uh, because the liquidity belongs to blah, 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 blah. And here you and I are, relatively speaking, as far as money. And we don't have a pot to piss in. <laughs> so, as far as that is concerned, doesn't matter. The only thing in real terms that you want to be doing, if you can, 
is first of all, get out of debt because, um, and I realize once again, I may be saying nothing new here, but then again, a lot of people are not aware of being even in a small amount of debt through their interest rates, which are typically criminal, um, that can run you over time a whole lot of money, a whole lot of cost. That's, that's how they thief from you. That's the whole point of their thievery. Um, get an old car. Don't buy a new car. Don't go into debt. Um, I remember that I was asked this several years ago and my response, um, because depending when I'm, when I'm out and about and I'm with friends and family, you know, you have to try to bear in mind that if you, you, you could see me that, um, oftentimes I'm viewed as this very, this very critchety, uh, annoyed, um, old man, you know, <laughs> he's, oh yeah, he's, he's just our, you know, our crazy granddad, or he's just, you know, he's all these things, except for the fact that, um, for the fortunate few who have actually listened to what I have to say, um, they have to begrudgingly admit, uh, yeah, well, this, this critchety old guy here, he, he, he isn't really crazy, and he actually knows a thing or two. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. So, yeah, um, right now, uh, don't go into debt on a car. Um, like I, like I, I just segued out of um, somebody just, you know, a couple years ago. Can't remember um, exactly. Um, I think it was a great niece or something. But anyway, I was, I was going to go out and you know spend. I don't know if it was like thirty or forty k to go into debt on a you know a new car. And they just you know off the cuff, off the cuff in this very you know puppy puppy dogish kind of way. Hey, we want to get this shiny new blah blah blah. You know, oh, it's 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 all these things, and it'll make us happy. And you know, and they've they've fallen for the the whole. You could tell they're just they're just into the whole consumerist bullshit treadmill endlessly. You know, it's like you 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 just you just look and you're just like you know major. We're talking major major face palm here. And uh, so they, you know, they go through this thing, and then they say, "So, what do you, what do you think, Ernest?" I say, "I said, um, <clears throat> I think that anybody that would spend forty thousand dollars on a car has more money than brains." And I said it then, and I'm saying it now. Um, you know, folks, it's it, it's like if you could just. If you could get someone, yourself or anyone, and get them out of this 
this consumerist uh, zombie trance and into a much more pragmatic way of approaching reality, um, yeah, life gets a lot better. <laughs> I mean, I, I drive an old car. I have an old car. And I, I do the best I can with it, and I am um, happy. I don't uh, have any car payments. <laughs> and that's, that's a really, that's a plus. And um, I, you know, I have what I have. I am, I am far past, um, even if, and I'm, and I, and I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. I, and, you know, again, if it's going to be people that want to put this into an age thing, but it isn't because I've been this way at least, at least for 30 years. Um, that doesn't mean I don't you know, have a few nice things that I've acquired, a few, um, nothing really exotic, but sure as hell, so certainly not a car. And the thing is, um, what I was going to say was that even if I did and I had a whole heap, a lot of money, I would not go out and run out and get some fancy schmancy car because for one thing other than it being a complete waste of money um i do not wrap my identity and my beingness to a fucking car so yeah i mean nice to look at um my understanding, for instance, is that Jay Leno has one hell of a car collection. Um, but at um, with any collection, at the end of the day, that's the thing. Now I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna interpret this. I'm just saying what I'm saying. But I'm saying one day at the end of the day. You know, when you're drawing your last breath in this world, I doubt very seriously if Jay Leno is going to be thinking, hmm, about that Austin Martin he owns. Uh, maybe I could just give that one more drive. I, I don't think he'll be thinking those thoughts. Matter of fact, I think his car collection will probably be one of the very last far, far, far distant things on his mind. As it would with any reasonable person. I'm not saying, for instance, that you can't own anything or maybe, you know, have some fun, live life. You're going to live life once, so sure, I get that. I understand it. I'm not saying that we should just, you know, give away all our possessions and go live in a fucking cave <laughs> or join a commune. I'm not, none of that. But uh, I do stand by if you can, 
if you can hear the balance that I'm I'm trying to put forth is um yeah especially now right now don't go into debt any kind of serious debt on anything and that sure as hell includes a car and let's see what else um i try to tell for various different reasons um first of all don't get married second of all especially don't get married now um their timing for multiple reasons could not be possibly be worse um so if you for instance they say oh you know but we love each other well okay so if you're that much in love then you'll remain in love <laughs> you know if that's the case four or five years from now you'll still be around hopefully and you'll still be in love and you can think about things then and give that some consideration <laughs> I, I guess um yeah but when we talked about this um one of the things i brought up was um i think that the economy, everybody uh, with, because we have the old, what I call the old story of then, uh, then there's a problem with wages and there's a problem with inflation. And this can be triggered by external forces in real terms. In this case, I think it's a combination of external forces, but mainly problems at home, uh, such as just absolutely endlessly printing fiat currency. But um, bearing that in mind, there's, I believe it's almost going to what's going to really surprise many people is a sort of inverted inflation. Now, let me explain what I mean by that, because in times past, for instance, if anybody has been keeping track of this in their life, then um, we have typically problems again with production and all the external forces which can get this whole nasty ball rolling, the, uh, the problem with inflation, and then prices will follow that but the difference what happens with the, the the difference in this case believe it or not is that we could end up with an actual glut of certain resources and that in turn uh could trigger a uh, well it's if it's a glut you're going to have a uh, an actual falling of certain prices for certain things in an unexpected way now i'm not going to sit here and point out for instance well it's going to be gasoline well it's going to be orange juice well it's going to be i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is is that 
I don't think that with the uh, current state of affairs um, in as a societal um, picture, let's say, um, this is not going to follow the same uh, tact that, say, it did in the 80s, uh, the 90s, especially not 2008. It's gonna be it's gonna be very different, um, but also inevitable. So, um, yeah, one thing you absolutely though is as one of us, the peons, is and this is if you're fortunate enough, if you're a couple and you have if you're one of those relatively few people out there and you have a pretty decent at least combined income you don't want to go into silly debt and that would entail very large scale uh, spending uh, particularly on you know car um, there's still plenty of used cars out there that you can get at a fraction and, um, yeah, until, as they say, you know, proverbial good times return, um, right now is the time to batten down the hatches and be very sensible. You want to be very pragmatic. That even includes um, considerations of going to university. Because expense um i believe there's going to be some through this whole um through what most many young people have gone through this debacle uh the student loan scam as i call it um hopefully you know they've learned from this and i believe there's going to be an entire change as far as you know higher education and funding is concerned um because this this whole scenario it sim it simply can't go on it's 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 it is beyond stupid and it's wasteful and uh what what in the hell is the point of making of all this making these student loans when it's it's already understood, it's already a given that you can't pay them back. There's no way. There's no way you're not going to say, well, yes, we're going to have X number of students and we we're gonna virtually graduate them all as though you're you're making a, a cheeseburger or something. It doesn't work like that. People don't work like that. As a matter of fact, fields don't even work like that. Things that, depending on what is created in society via technology, entire areas can be gone. I mean, almost literally overnight, depending on what is discovered. So today's thing is today's thing, but that's just it. It's today's thing. It's very volatile. 
It's constantly changing. And so when you have a situation like that, you have to kind of use your use your mind on this and and be kind of non-committal and, and just but just keep watching it keep your eye on it because actually what you're more than anything else what you're really looking for is stability what are the things the careers what are the things that are as as ridiculous as it might sound that are rock solid i was talking to a young gal and she was just you know that still had that same puppy dogish as like uh you know i'm i'm going to go to university and i'm going to be a you know a microbiologist i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to and i told her i said you know it's entirely possible that that may not pan out for you and i had to give her the hard shocking realities of life <laughs> and i said you know your 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 friends think you're brilliant and <laughs> certainly your parents have been telling you your whole life how brilliant you are um until you get in that academic situation whereas you find out that guess what there's a whole lot of other people that are at least as brilliant if not much more brilliant than you and all of those people like you are competing against you. I said, I said, so what should I do? I said, well, um, I can't tell you exactly what to do with your life. I can only tell you things to consider. But um, have you considered being a hairstylist? And she kind of rolled her eyes and I said, okay, before you rolled her eyes, consider this at least, at least one thing that they don't have right now at any time. I don't think any time really soon. They still haven't made a computer or a robot to do people's hair. That's one thing that, that, that we've still, that we've still got. And, uh, the demand is great. And if you're really good, guess what? You can make a whole lot of money and you can do that for life. And it doesn't matter where so many other things are going, at least for the next, at least for five or 10 years, at least your skills, your, yours are yours especially if you have for instance your own shop that's just one that's just one example of what i'm talking about without all the stupid the stupid catchphrases of oh thinking out of the box and and whatnot it's uh you know it's it's part art form 
and it's certainly part very technical stuff and um yeah i mean just that alone that's that's just a small example of what i am talking about as opposed to these universities which sadly um instead of you know what we used to have as really as places of higher learning sadly have become nothing more than degree mills and um that's where we're at and that is not necessarily that is not knowledge they're different so anyway those are my thoughts on that subject about what some of the things that we can do in the short term at least about everything that we the the non-multi-millionaires just as regular peons but we can do in our lives that will improve them well that's all i've got to say for now if you like what you heard or if you didn't like what you heard leave a comment and if you really liked it tell a friend until next time this is Ernest Mann reminding you to be careful in this crazy mixed up world. Crazy mixed up world. Crazy mixed up world. Crazy mixed up world. I'm in a crazy mixed up world.